this episode in Season of Single is a little different than normal, so I will give you a heads up. We did record in a room with four of us, so you can get the perspective of from a married couple and then also from the single view. It's really conversational based, so there are rabbit trails and laughing, so I hope you enjoy. Welcome to a very special episode of Season of Single. I have got some guests with me for the first time. And we're just going to talk about being single in... I would say my questions are pretty specific to the Christian circle. Mm-hmm. But feel free to branch out okay. if you so choose. Like Sounds Baha'i? Good. Yeah. Or yeah. Buddhist? <laughs> I do have a married couple here. Yeah. And then I've got two sets of siblings. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, that's crazy. Cool. Yeah. I just realized that. But there's only four people here, so now figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, I thought I kind of divided it up into years of life. Okay. So the first portion goes, because all of us were raised pretty similar. Yeah. Um, brethren church. Brethren, somewhat conservative, I would describe. Yes. Kind of. Yeah. Everybody yeah. Less so in less so in Ontario, I think. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like, what were your thoughts? And it's interesting to have male perspectives as well, because so far this whole podcast has I'm been pretty female <laughs> in my that's ways true. of thinking about things. Yeah. But... But maybe your youth leaders approached it differently than mine, mm-hmm. my female youth leaders. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But what were your guys' thoughts on dating, marriage? Was it something that you were told would happen a hundred percent? Was it something you were told you should do? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of Christians say, "I was always told that was the be all end all." Yeah. yeah. I don't think I was ever told directly that. No, it was just kind of the implied end goal was marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's very reasonable, I think. I think Ontario, like, we, I noticed a significant difference between Ontario and here. Oh. Because dating was very casual out there. Like, it was just, you just, people dated. So when I moved back here and no one, like, dating was so serious here in mm-hmm. comparison, um, it was really weird. Because I was just like, you should go on dates. And people were like, you don't just go on dates. Um, and that was Josh Josh Harris when at least when I was that age mm-hmm. my whole teen life was Josh Harris Harris uh, courting not dating um, you know it was all <clears throat> you only date if you're going to get married right um, but you will get married that I guess is maybe the thing is that yeah, maybe. even though they didn't even though they downplayed dating marriage never got downplayed and like in my mind at least it was always like yeah, I'll grow up, finish high school, some stuff will happen, and then I'll get married. That's what's yeah. supposed to happen. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I remember when you moved here. Mm-hmm. No offense to you. No, it's okay. <laughs> but I do remember thinking, man, she dates a lot. Yeah. And thinking, huh, interesting. Because I would say our circle, you didn't. And maybe you can correct me, but I know growing up, like guys and girls didn't really talk unless they were related. Yeah. And that could have been just me, my shy personality, but like I remember, honestly, not talking to guys till I was like in my twenties, because I was like, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. one, I'm gonna marry them, yeah, and two, they're gonna think I'm in love with them, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Not... yeah, I don't, uh, yeah, I feel like my youth group was like a communist youth group, yeah, <laughs> guys and girls talked lots, but no one ever dated, like it wasn't that dating was a big deal, yeah. it's that. 
people didn't take it all. Yeah. Like now realizing that. Yeah, like, yeah. Now, I, mean, I was like, the sure, they no all one talked, but yeah. there was like no dating. But your yeah. youth group was very friends oriented, and so was mine. Like, we didn't yeah. actually date a lot in my youth group. Right. But we all, because we were all like, none of us are getting married yet. We'll date when we're like 18. And all the college and careers dated. Yeah, and all but the college they, and careers dated. Casual part but the, but it was so. very casual because yeah. it was kind of like, well, how can you get to know people unless you date a lot of people? Like, yeah. you can't get to know if you're going to marry them unless you go on a bunch of dates. Which was, I think, for our parents. Yeah. Like, that was a very common thing, was just lots of dating, no strings attached. Other <laughs> <laughs> ways. You know, yeah. like going steady. Versus yeah. They, they, had, they had like different, uh, sm- there was like, a, it was broken up into smaller versions of, of, of it, whereas, yeah. yeah, at least when I was a kid, it was dating, marriage, and that was it. And dating was just like mm-hmm. pre-marriage. It was courting, but we yeah. never called it courting. I did. Yeah. You did? Yeah, okay. we, people did. And it was like, it's like courting. We call it dating, but it is courting. <laughs> and it's like, if you think that I'm thinking dating like the world does, yeah. then you're wrong because right. I'm not a Satanist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's an interesting view of saying, you know, we were told you, you, you marry who you date. The first yeah. person you date is who you're going to marry. Yeah. And it's very much, how are you supposed to get to know that person mm-hmm. before getting married? Yeah. You know, I think, like, my mother has yeah. said very much that she often, she grew up with that. Like, they weren't their own people before, mm-hmm. so they became people yeah. together. So sometimes that, that thought always crosses their mind. Mm-hmm. But this idea of being like, no, I'm just going to date, and then I'm going to marry that person, depending on how fast you dated. Yeah. You probably didn't get to know him that much. No, well, and what's yeah. his name? Stanley Hauerwas always says, you never know the person you marry. You, you marry the wrong person. Yeah, you marry, that's, that's what really? he Really? Yeah. He says, you always marry the wrong person. And I think that's just his way of saying, there is, like, what does it mean for there to be a right person? Right. Because, because ideally, all, marriage would be about submitting oneself to another person. Now, I don't know that he believes that that exists. Right. Because... But, he doesn't believe that people are good. Yeah. Right? So. But he also was saying, like, you just can't know who you're getting into. Yeah, for I sure. I mean, when we were first married, you, for the first year, were kind of always nervous that I would turn out to be a killer and kill you in your sleep. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Really, I did not know that. Yeah. Well, just, like, in the sense, there's this scene in So I Married an Axe Murderer. <laughs> right. um, That's what you based our Well, it's right. an, they all it's know an who exact you are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know my name. Uh, but, you know, and it's like, they're not married, obviously, but they're in bed together. And uh, Nancy Myers, or whatever her name is, leans over to Mike Myers. No, her last name can't be Myers. That's Anyways, <laughs> someone, the the girl. She yeah. leans over and she says, "Man, it's just amazing how close we are. Like, I could just, you know, like, what if I just pushed you off a cliff right now?" And he said, "Oh well, I uh, I subscribe to the Judeo Christian <laughs> ethic of thou shalt not kill, but that's just me." Um, but it is interesting because you do start to suddenly realize, I don't know this person at all. Right. They're essentially a stranger. Yeah. And maybe even if I dated them for like two plus years. I could still push you up. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. <laughs> well, because we all like we're consistently changing, right? So yeah. it's not too yeah. surprising. But for the married couple, mm-hmm. like you guys got married pretty young, right? Yep. 23, 21 20, for me. I was 23. You were 23? Yeah, 21. Yeah. 
in, like, and obviously it's easier for me being in my 30s to be like, oh my gosh, that's so young. But at that age, what was it that kind of made you think, yeah, no, I could do this. I could do this for the rest of my life. <laughs> mm, yeah, that's a good question. I think we both kind of just felt like it could work. I, well, I mean, <laughs> I felt basically almost from day one, this is the right, this is the person I want to be with. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was, and I've been in sort of relationships before mm-hmm. and had tried to get myself to think that way about those other relationships and that it was always, it, it was very just a stark difference, right? Huh. Yeah. And I guess, I mean, in some ways, I had, I was about to finish university, you were midway through university, mm-hmm. and so like, in some ways it was, it felt like it was at the a transition point in our life, and so, and yeah. there were people who were getting married, like a bunch of my yeah. friends had gotten married before me, yeah. and so in that way it was kind of like, well, it wouldn't be unreasonable, but... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I and think... And neither of us was interested in dating long-term once we kind of decided yeah. we were going to get married. Yeah. And we decided... We did decide fast, like... Because I dated people more seriously before you. More serious than me? No, no. Oh. Just more, <laughs> serious, <laughs> more seriously than you dated anyone. True, yes. And in none of those cases... Like, in some of those cases, I'd even been like, oh, maybe I can marry this person. But in the end, it always was kind of like, no, I couldn't. But then when I was like, no, I could marry you. I would like to marry you. I still felt that. I didn't suddenly be like, wait, do I really want to? Right. Whereas with other relationships, it was more of a, ah, but I have some red flags or this doesn't seem quite right. Nothing against them personally, just the I compatibility. I mean, can you bleep this out? We're just about to uh, talk like about... every boy. Yeah. Yeah. There was so insane. Yeah, oh my goodness, you would not believe that. Yeah. Interesting. So yeah, so I think... I mean, it is that stupid married person thing of, like, you just kind of know. But for sure, we both did feel very confident in each other as marriage partners, which I don't think either of us had ever felt for anyone else in that hmm. same level. Yeah. Like you, I don't know. You do feel red flags and warnings. Speaking as someone who's maybe dated the most in this room. True. You, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, usually, usually within a few months of dating yeah. someone, if I didn't, like, I could tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The longest I ever dated anyone prior to you was six months. And, okay. and that was longer than we dated before we got engaged. Mm, yeah, you're right. <laughs> was it? Yeah. I couldn't remember how long. We only five dated months. for five months. Okay. And then we were engaged for four months. Right. Speedy. Yeah. Speedy. I mean, pro- probably that there's, I, for all of us, right, we have, you know, at the back of our heads, ways that people have treated relationships. Mm-hmm. Right, like I'd be interested to know nowadays. Does do any kids think marrying young? Yeah, I know. Right, because like that doesn't even seem like an option for most people. Like they're just like, oh yeah, well I mean I do university and then I you know get my masters and then go to medical school and then yeah. like buy a house and I don't I don't know what people teach kids nowadays yeah. or or in, you know what 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 do kids say? Oh, that's normal. Yeah, because that's a, that I think is the thing is that it's not like even people said this is good, but there was enough people in my life growing up that I was like, oh, this is kind of normal. Yeah. To be getting married around this time, I do. Yeah. Yeah, I guess like one of my thoughts of just like asking you, you know, what made you say yes? Should I say, is this thought of, at least personally. I've often been able to change slightly who I am to adapt to that person. Mm -hmm. And so it's always like a fear to be like, I will convince myself that yes, that's Mm -hmm. the one, 
because they're just they're just minor enough that maybe they're not huge flags. But I think yeah. with people in my life that have separated or divorced and that type of thing, mm-hmm. it's often like, well, I think if you were to ask more people if they saw red flags, so maybe like getting others involved in opinion, I don't know. Or maybe mm-hmm. it's the fact that if you mm-hmm. question it at all, it's just a no-go. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I sorry, I'll stop talking after this, but no, I, no. I had spent I think so many years of my life before I mean relatively speaking because I was so young but at least the first few years of my adult life very much being someone that I wasn't because I wanted people to think of me well I wanted Mm -hmm. to think of me in a certain way or or girls to sort of me trying to suss out what does this girl want me to be for them and I think the thing about the person that I ended up marrying is that immediately I was a hundred percent able to be myself nice mm-hmm. which might have just been her being gracious to me <laughs> but like that that I think was the biggest non-red flag was is like oh this is what it's like when you are just yourself with yeah. somebody because you're not going to ever fully align with no, someone no. ever like any friend any person any human you're never going to fully align so but it's the people that you can mostly align with slash feel safe yes with. safety is probably yeah I mean, not fully safe because you did think I might kill you in your sleep, but different. I thought safe. you would. But you were socially in love, safe, though. Yeah, yeah. Like that's yeah. always that's always an interesting idea of this idea of you don't have to align with someone. No, not I've no. met friends who do think yeah. we have to be in line on everything. And I'm like, it's not what makes relationships great is disagreeing on certain yeah. things yeah. and then being able to work like. And I think in terms of me not changing who I am, maybe maybe God was like, yeah, you're not ready there, sweetheart. And that's maybe why I'm so single is because now I'm much more, I know who I am, I know that type of stuff, so that's maybe why. Mm-hmm. But I also have not dated anyone, so yeah. I couldn't really speak to that myself. Yeah. But we're going to go to the, my fellow single person on this one. Mm-hmm. Have you dated anyone? Uh, not really, no. No? Like, I've approached all my relationships like... With the intention of marriage, kind of. Okay. Thing. Male and female. Like, yeah. my cousin, we, like, talked about getting married kind yeah. of thing. And that's just how I've always presented a podcast with them past, trying been, to marry him. Like, right. I've, I've always... Yes, I was trying to that's place That's how I've done was. all relationship like that yeah. kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, but, you're always hardcore about your relationships. Yeah, but never dating because I didn't... You've been alone with girls. Yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You've been alone with boys. Not just, not boys just your kids. You've gone on, you've gone on yeah. things that could be, called, could be called dates without them. Without yeah, them. yeah, probably. Like, right, right, right. Yeah. In theory. Yeah, yeah, like I just mean. Well, I mean, that that is obviously not the topic of this, but it, it's an interesting question. Is like, what is a date? Like, yeah. What, is, yeah. what even yeah. counts as a date, yeah. right? Or, and again, different when we were kids compared to now. Yeah. Because yeah. I did youth ministry for a long time, and those kids hang out all the time. In what I would call date format. Yeah. But they, they also ask each other really personal dates. questions about their dating life and who they would want to date in their friend group. And I'm just that's thinking that's crazy. like Is that kind of normal? I don't that's know. You, that, you know, that makes me alone. Yeah. yeah. Like, cause I don't, that was my peers particularly. <laughs> 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 but is there, is there like, cause am I wrong in saying you're, you wouldn't actively seek marriage? Like, can you explain? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I've, I mean, it's a mix of, like yeah, I haven't I haven't actively I'm just like okay with whatever right. basically. I like intense commitment and connection and stuff. Yeah. But and is that I'm also a coward. I, so like <laughs> there's that too. Like you know that like that that's 
feeling yeah, yeah. everything, kind of, but... Because you were saying I approach everything, like... Like, is that kind of where you see validity in relationships with guys and girls is because you can actually invest in them? Like, I'm, yeah. I'm just wondering, like, would you... Like, when you were younger, did you want to date whomever or yeah really young i guess like i had crushes on girls like in elementary school and Mm -hmm. junior high yeah although probably did end kind of then like really high school is when i start i don't know Uh, maybe partly well i not having friends my own age probably also is a big problem yeah yeah yeah. all like always but especially probably even more from high school on except for a few like once in a while but for the most part I don't know. I don't know how to expand on this. What were you saying? Well, I'm also wondering, where did the feeling of being okay with where you're at come from? Because I know, Probably like... Probably just, like, com- community. Was it commu- yeah. it's, just, it's just the nature of having the weird experience of my first sibling getting married when I was five. five? Yeah. Really? You were that young? Yeah. yeah. Turning, oh, wow. Was I turning six? Yeah. Yeah. I turned 19. six right after. Yeah. yeah. Like, right a few months after. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah. Yeah, you were really So, young. I guess, yeah, I didn't need it maybe the same way yeah. or something mm-hmm. I, I don't really know I don't examine it probably well, enough sort of because thing, you treat your relationships so intensely that's the thing I got, I got enough of the stuff out of you get a lot of the companionship yeah, kind of marriage from your psychotic yeah yeah, yeah 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 this might be the nature of it sort of thing yeah mm-hmm. yeah which is which I think is like a healthy way of approaching single life mm-hmm. yeah finding yeah. that companionship without actively mm-hmm. let's, let's use the word pining after marriage or whatever mm-hmm. you yeah. want mm-hmm. So, uh, like, mm-hmm. did your parents ever, like, I would say our parents never really directly said you should get married. But, like, would you guys say your parents ever Well, I just, I just don't think hinted? any of, I don't even think any of the feelings of that stuff are explicit anywhere, parents or otherwise, but it still is there, but I don't yeah, know where yeah. it came from. Yeah, but I don't think our parents no, really, they, they had a very intense relationship, yeah. right? Okay. Like, so they were at camp, and they kind of knew each other, but not really, and then mom had to go to Calgary, and dad said... Oh, I'll drive you. And she was like, uh, sure. Because he was like, I'm going anyways, which wasn't true. And then on the drive, Smooth. he said to her, by the way, I'm going to marry you, which she thought was insane. But then she was like, kind of, I guess, liked it. Because they dated for six weeks, got engaged, and were married four months later. I have not known this story. Yeah. And I always mm. thought this was a story of a different couple. Oh, no. Well, there might be other couples. that was that era. For <laughs> <laughs> not true. Um, uh, but but yeah. apparently their relationship is based on a lie then. Yeah. Because he said, I could dr- I, I'm true. going to Calgary. Yeah, I think that is. <laughs> yeah, I think, I'm good. pretty sure it's a lie. I think he wasn't actually going to Calgary. He just decided to go because he decided he was married. Interesting. But yeah, they they had a very intense, but they never really expected us to get married. And whenever we get married in our family, before our wedding. Whenever we do. Every whenever time. We do, every time, every time, time we, we do. Every time yeah. we do. Well, it's four times. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Dad, before the wedding, comes to us and says, it's not too late. If you want to get out of this, I will let you out of this. Don't worry. You're completely allowed. I Like, he always gives you the freedom to not do it because right. he thinks it's bad that parents pressure their kids yeah. to both. Because he's known people who made their kids go through with their marriages and then they didn't want to. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Interesting. Yeah. I'm learning so much about your parents in these last <laughs> two minutes. It's quite amazing, actually. Um, I didn't take the offer. You didn't take the offer. <laughs> Clearly, that didn't. I thought he had some caveats when he said it to you. Yeah. <laughs> so, maybe, maybe I will disown you and keep your husband as my son. <laughs> Today, you must be forever estranged. <laughs> if you do not marry him, I will never see you again. Yeah. 
Like, um, so those that did get married, mm-hmm. do you think your life would look... Because I sometimes think about this. I sometimes think... Because 16-year-old me would have said, by the age of 20, I would have been married. Mm-hmm. By the age of 23, I would have had my first kid and had kids every two years after that. Like, that, that was without just... Without ceasing? Is that without ceasing, kids? right? So, so number one, I would... My body would be destroyed. <laughs> you'd yeah. be very worn out. Maybe you'd do all... Like, maybe. 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 I was, would yeah. you be in the Guinness Book of World Records? I guess not. No. Not, not, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> but my... Th- I, so I sometimes think back to, okay, had I gotten married on my schedule, mm-hmm. I would be probably, number one, a much more shy person because I've had to become more extroverted getting older. Right. I would also probably not solidified my faith because I would have just gone from my parents' household to my husband's household. And so there's different things that I think about, but if, if you guys, let's say, hypothetically had not, do you think you'd be different people? Well, yeah, I think so. I think so. I, I think mean, if I hadn't eaten a bagel this morning, I'd be a different person. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. I, I, I think that this is the thing. We, you and I come from background of woulda shoulda coulda right like that's part of our family history is just yeah lots of regrets you know right. people have or, or like what if this thing had happened instead yeah. and I think it's so hard because like yeah we would have been totally different for sure different people I would have still been my same personality because we were talking earlier yeah. my, my brother and I um <laughs> uh, about uh yeah yeah my sibling and I, about uh uh our family is a a stubborn streak where mm. we're just like like I am an ESFJ on Myers-Briggs and I might not be anymore but I don't care because that's what I am <laughs> right. and I will make it answer that um, so I think I would have still been my personality type probably but I would have been not the same and I mean like I'm currently at home with a bunch of kids if I didn't have a bunch of kids and a place to be at home at, I'd probably be doing... You'd be like a doctor and a yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'd be like, how many degrees do I have to get to prove I'm the smartest? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you're kind of the same. Yeah, I am really yeah. the same. <laughs> so uh, essentially unchanged. Yeah, no, but that's an interesting... I mean, that's an interesting thing because, like, would you have not solidified your faith? Because maybe you would have married someone who would have made you sl- like it's such an interesting question it's a, it's yeah. a marvel multiverse kind of thing right mm-hmm. yeah. what or if, it's like uh yeah it's what if la la land yeah yeah right the la la land yeah, land, right? Where all these things could happen but also it's like jurassic park and chaos theory and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all these other things could happen too it's it's it is weird i mean it's i, I think it's an interesting it's an interesting question yeah. like i often think if you'd married someone different or I guess if you've just been single, right? It it changes a lot of things. Yeah, for sure. I guess it makes you examine the what about yourself you would want to carry through. Does that make sense? Mm. Like when I think about what if I hadn't, I, then I think, but what about myself? Do I hope would have maintained, and how do I cultivate that part of myself? Like my more patient nature, which doesn't totally exist, but exists mm-hmm. because of my kids. Right? Could I have found a way to cultivate that if I hadn't married you? Yeah, and I think that's partly where my standpoint of what if mm-hmm. is is it's almost like I look back and think what if I had gotten married, then I think the positives of me now. Just it's almost like a coping mechanism of just being mm-hmm. like, "Oh, well, I'm much more outgoing, which is so great." Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. wouldn't have been, So maybe yeah. that's what it is, is it's yeah. not really like It's not a bad like I was saying. Yeah, it's, like I it's, think it's mostly it's the it's it's the how do we approach our life wherever whatever our yeah. lot is in mm-hmm. terms of gratitude, right? It's That's like, a better I, way, yeah. I remember Which is so sometimes easy. hearing in communion services people sharing about their regrets. 
mm. right? Just deep regrets about whatever happened in the past. And I remember thinking, well, if you, if that hadn't happened, all of these kids that are around you wouldn't exist or all of these other things in your life done. wouldn't exist. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's, yeah. um, I mean, yeah, we could always probably make different decisions, but then it, it doesn't mean that it would have been a better life. Yeah. I don't think. And it doesn't change anything. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't change anything no. either. Yeah. But that is, that person easy, yeah. is existing in somewhere in the multiverse. In the multiverse. Yeah. In the multiverse. <laughs> like that other person that you're wondering about does exist somewhere. Yeah. But you know, their life sucks too. Yeah. <laughs> There's pitfalls yeah. in all of our lives. Yeah. But it is easier to say for us because we had the opportunity to get married I think, very yeah, easily, that's right? True. So um so part of why I wanted to talk about singleness is because I would I'm gonna talk specifically about the church. Yeah. And just how couples are seen, I guess, in part. And again, it partly stems from the church background I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um but also, even in my current church, which is quite a large church, I've discovered that they don't have a lot of singles things, which mm-hmm. is tricky because I don't actually want to go to singles mm-hmm. things. No. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, as someone who would like to get married at some point, how else am I supposed to meet people? Because online dating sucks. Yeah. Um, but so like... Would you guys have ideas or have you seen how the church or uh, couples, mm-hmm. like I have couple friends and they're very different. One couple, you can't invite one without the other. Right. And then I have another couple where you only see one. You right. rarely see the other. Right. So it's, it's how do couples, how do church, how do church people interact with singles? And I don't like putting them in categories, but I'm going to. No, but badly. They interact, <laughs> they, a yeah. lot of the time, interact badly, right? That's what you're going to I, I have no hope for it. Like, I'm like, don't, <laughs> don't look forward to, you know. Like, I mean, I'm not in the church basically at all. Yeah. Like, in the sense of haven't gone to church except for now for, like, what, 10 years or something? <laughs> Do you have yeah. many friends that are, are married couples? Uh, yeah, I guess siblings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah. do they ever. And, and yeah, the few friends. I guess, yeah, like, do married. you feel like they've your relationship with them has changed since they've gotten married? Like, the friends I'm thinking you would have, yeah, probably not a ton. Yeah, but. not particularly. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, but I, I don't, I don't have hope for the church. Itself. Well, and I was gonna say, <laughs> I, like, I'm just like, I think that won't. There is a lot of status. Like, I remember right after we got married, and there was a the church retreat was a few weeks later, and when I got there. A uh, couple of girls who never really talked to me were like, oh, let's see your ring. Oh, come sit with us. Oh, my goodness. And they were just um, talking to me. And then I said, oh, I'm part of your club now. And they did not like that. <laughs> <laughs> but it was. They literally had never bothered with right. me because I was not married. I was even engaged. And they didn't care. But as soon as I got into married, I suddenly was being talked to. And I was just like, I don't like that. That's yeah, weird. Yeah. Those people suck. <laughs> and I don't think of couples as being bad for the most part, in, in individually, right? Like, I don't think that's I think, a problem. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty well just but institutional. I mean, like and maybe sometimes... systemic kind of yeah, issue. Yeah, systemic, yeah. and sometimes maybe phased down into, like, that situation. Yeah, into those situations. Well, just where people Triple are time. like, I run with my pack. Yeah. yeah and yeah. my pack is the married with kids pack. Yeah, or yeah. my pack is the married with no kids, or my pack is the singles, or my pack yeah. is the serial daters. Mm-hmm. I wish I was that killers. <laughs> Serial killers or serial daters, one Both. or the other. <laughs> kind of sometimes overlap. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the date or are you trying to kill me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's a, I do think, yeah, the church has not, partly it's hard because 
you know, how do you, like, enmesh people who are different from each other, except that's what the church is supposed mm-hmm. to be doing mm-hmm. in general. I think, like, my brother-in-law and I were talking <laughs> earlier, <laughs> and, um, uh, you know, when he was pointing out just Jesus, right? Like, it's insane that we are part of this institution where we worship a sing like a single person yeah. a person who is single right and like not because he couldn't get a date or because he like was gay or I yeah, don't know, like, yeah it was it was something about him saying this is actually a way of being in the world that is important yeah or something mm-hmm. like that yeah well I remember having a conversation with someone's father in this room about exactly that because he was giving a sermon on i'm assuming jesus's life or something mm-hmm. and i said to him i said do you think he had the desires that single people have like did mm-hmm. he we don't like you don't know right you know like did he did he want to find someone or, attractive like was the woman at the well yeah that was he was kind like, of flirting. It is. Her. It is an ins- it, like <laughs> yeah. it is an insane story when you when you think about yeah. it. Yeah, single guy talking to a single woman. Yeah, in that time. In that time, it's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, and it happens multiple times. Yeah. He talks to a lot of women. Yeah, yeah. Mary Magdalene. I mean, he passes the Bechdel test. Like yeah, the, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Because he was fully human. So then it's like, did yeah. he have the desires that humans have? Did he have? So I like, and I don't know that, but it's. What did the father? in this story say he mentioned me in his sermon no big deal <laughs> wow but oh, what I don't know if he said me by name because then I was slightly CV? embarrassed do you have that on like, your CV I should yeah. mentioned in sermon yeah. 15 by years ago person <laughs> I, did I ever tell you that um, in Sunday school in grade 6 I had um, our uh, our friend Diane yes um, uh, and she uh, she said you know Jesus was just like you he had crushes on girls and things like that. And I got so mad at her Did for you? saying that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've always assumed he must have, right? I just don't think he did. I think he had enough stuff to deal with that he was just free of that extra problem. But maybe he just had but minor then, crushes, but then didn't, like, was have like, time. Not worth my time. <laughs> I'm just really busy. Yeah. I mean, he literally might have just been like, I just, he, he might have been like J.R. Tolkien and just be like, I just enjoy hanging with boys. But see, that's, that's, <laughs> I just enjoy I being around these that. dudes. Yeah. Like he might have. Right? I mean, it's the whole question of the gift of the sex. That e- even that would have made him fully human. Well, and that's that's the thing. It's like yeah. did he have those like, thoughts. I always say. I said. Well, we were talking about the gift of celibacy earlier, and I said I think people who are asexual have the gift of celibacy because it's this gift of right. Whereas like people who just are forced to be celibate, it's not a gift. Been given <laughs> the same but that 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 goes back to that question of companionship too, right? Because right. yeah. asexual people still. But Jesus desire. did have companionship. I'm mm-hmm. not saying he had, was asexual. I'd have no idea. But I'm saying. Yeah, he was lucky enough to have some people commit to it, like seriously. Yeah, that's yeah, a bunch of people following him. That's all. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are following podcast okay. previous podcast person with. <laughs> Yeah. Co-host signed up. Yeah. Co-host following. for as long as we both have it. You guys have kids. Mm-hmm. You have a few. We do. Um, you have mostly daughters too. Mm-hmm. So is there messaging that you're hoping comes across to them or you're giving directly in terms of... Like, obviously you're not dictating the life they should pursue. But, you know, again, I had youth group girls that said, I'll be married by 23. 
And I'd always have to say to them, you may not. So why put that limit on it? Because mm-hmm. you'll get to 23 and you'll probably be disappointed. Yeah. And then you have to figure out how to move past that. So yeah, yeah. how does that translate to younger kids? I feel like their generation... So like when we were getting married, many of our friends got married young. Right. right? Like majority got married in their 20s. Um, whereas now that is not the case. We know people getting married a little bit, like it moves back every year, right? The age of marriage and the age of childbirth. Yeah. So a little bit, they don't have the cultural pressures that we had. Um, but also they like, I mean, we again, try not to put expectations on them, but they also are used to being around a lot of single people that they love, mm. right? Cause you're around and he's around and my friend is around. And so it's all these people that they love who are not married so to them it's not just the only way mm. whereas when i was growing up i think it was just my one uncle who you were also connected to might have been the only and cnc people call yeah them but they all were getting married they were getting married mostly yeah but right. a few of them were a few of them were but most of them yeah. were yeah the only single people i think in my life actively were probably your uncle yeah <clears throat> and then there was a closeted gay man at the church i mean we've i remember bruxy katie you know saying at some point just saying don't have like don't tell your kids that they're going to get married yeah or that that's even like the best thing for them right right don't put those expectations i remember hearing that really early in us having kids Mm -hmm. and always kind of having it in the back of our heads and when we talk to the kids about marriage like saying kind of sometimes even saying that explicitly like right like that's not hey that's not the only yeah way that it yeah. needs to be which would never have been said to us yeah not because it just wasn't was, it just wasn't an, it just it wasn't, wasn't a, a possibility yeah. really right like yeah. so i don't know maybe that maybe there's a I change mean, when we ask them they're like we say like what did, are there any expectations we've put on you they're just all kind of like i don't think so like they're pretty bland about it but in terms of the explicit like or like yet again not having that Mm-hmm. Like, do what is the deal with them? Like, do they have the same? At like, I also didn't have anything explicit, particularly. Yeah. It, what like, is I the pressure know, of their peers? You mean? It's yeah, fine. or something like, or or just the culture, or does that but stuff the still culture exist somewhere? Even, right? Like, like, like the culture is changing. Christian, the wider culture too, the the Christian culture, but like even speaking of you got mail, right? Like, like we come out of in the eighties and nineties period is a time where there's a lot of like marriage right mm-hmm. marriage is everybody's moving towards that and nowadays like it's pretty in, in the secular world it's pretty mm-hmm. surprising mm-hmm. when somebody yeah. gets married right yeah and uh in the christian world like it still happens but i just don't think it's as yeah, yeah. common right no. like it's not a it's there is an expectation that people get to the end of high school and then they live their life right yeah they do some yeah. life living kind of thing Maybe marriage is still at the end. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know. You've been in youth. You've done youth ministry more recently than I have. Yeah. Well, and teaching. And teaching. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm around teens a lot, and there's always going to be the whole wanting to date people factor. Yeah. But they do date around more because they don't see it as a serious thing. Mm-hmm. And I remember being in college ministry for a while and trying to convince the group of people I was hanging out. I'm just going to go for coffee with this guy. It's not a date, but even in my head, you know, it's that small voice that's always there, depending on how, how much it's loud, yeah. but it, it would be there like, okay, well, he's single, I'm single, 
we're both believers, we get along, there's potential, oh, it's not coffee anymore. Right. Yeah. Even yeah. though I would fight it so hard, yeah. and I'd be like, I just want to be his friend. Because I always want more guy friends. Because... It's yeah. just something that I think would be easier than some girl relationships. Yeah. But, um, so it's just this, this shame of even in college ministry, I felt myself cause people would be like, that's not coffee. You can't, cause I am, I am a believer and you guys might disagree with this. The guys and girls cannot just be friends. And there's a, there's a little Agreed. asterisk on it of, especially if they have, they are both single, mm-hmm. you know, like I have great guy friends that are married, mm. but it's because I know there's nothing ever ever there it's when harry met sally guys and girls can't be friends because sex always gets in the way it's true yeah it's even a problem like in the sense that like like i am friends with guys who are married but never in a way that you would be excluded from does that make sense yeah. mm-hmm. because yeah that's like like we wouldn't have friends where we're like but that's because we're a married couple with other married couples so it wouldn't be that i was friends with the husband and jeff was friends with the wife usually mm-hmm. though when we hang out with your one cousin on the rare occasions that we do i actually have more in common with her husband and you have more in common with her right yeah. Um, but yeah that is an interesting like it is the truth is is cross-gender friendships there's always the tension yeah but but the younger generation is now saying there isn't no and they and maybe there is i don't know i'm not 18 no but even if, if, is even it because of, like, gender and sexual fluidity? Like, I, I, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, that's, like, in a good way. I'm, I'm not trying to say, get it. Yeah. I'm saying, say, like, oh, that, that's a different podcast. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I, I, just, I just mean, is that is it related to that? Like, just in that it's, like, everything's more yeah. relaxed yeah. or something? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I'd be going, like, the wrong direction with that question. I just, well, no, but even, and it even could be, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, that's, I don't know what it's like to be outside of the church. Yeah. And I don't know what kids would think inside the church. Inside the church, I assume there's still a pretty conservative approach even among more progressive folks right like in terms of just like this is how you'd hang out with people right and this is yeah what would be okay and this is what would be like on the edge or whatever yeah be different than what a secular person might think yeah 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 i don't don't know know. it's it's always tricky to just figure out what messaging to give because i also listen to a, a girl who's a podcaster and she's 40, I think, and still okay. single. Uh, but she is very much when I get married. Mm. She, like, I always say, if I get married. Yeah. When I get married. And then she also is very much just, she goes, that's what I think I'm called to do. And so that's what I, that's what I expect to do. Right. Mm. I'm just like, I don't, I struggle with the idea of keeping expectations and not adapting to your situation. Yeah. And that's maybe fight or flight in my mind in terms of... Could be different theologies of vocation too, right? Like, yeah. I think our the thing about a brethren background is that we don't have a super strong theology of calling, mm. which when you go to other churches, it's like really strong, okay. right? Like people are like, God told me that this is what is my yeah. future. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for us, we grew up in a place where it was... It was more like that. It was more like what you're saying, where it's like you're in a place and like there's doors that are open and doors that yeah. are closed, and you know God has lots of things that are okay for you to to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, that's all the questions I have. Good questions. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, do you find, because you are at a bigger church now, do you find it's better than the smaller church that you were at for singles, singleness? Um, I don't know. Yeah. Like, that's the problem with a big church, and that's probably why I started a small group. Right. Happens to end up being all single women. But <laughs> but the women I talk to that have grown up in the church that I'm at, yeah. they're like, yeah. There are. I'm a firm believer that all single men have disappeared. Single Christian men. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That might be the part that disappeared is the Christian. The caveat, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, the the guys that I was friends with who didn't end up getting married. Yeah. Mostly have left the have church. Left. Yeah. Yeah. And they're with people now, but they're not necessarily married or. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I guess I always just hope that. And maybe it's because, like, I've got more of a passion for the junior, like, the teenagers. That's where my wheelhouse is. Yeah. Since I'm, I teach junior high. But I guess my my thought and, and hope is that it's translated to them that you yeah. don't have to get married. Yeah. There's lots in life you can do without. Yeah. Is there any way, I, this is, I guess, a question for the single folks in this room. I had, I had more thoughts before, but talking to you before this disrupted, oh, like... Sorry. No, not that way. <laughs> sorry. No, like, in a, and uh, I was just like, oh, okay, no, 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 I'll think about it more. Well, so my question is, is, like, I... What I was saying earlier about mm. Jesus, our single person... God. God. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the only God in our religion was single, right? Like, yeah. like, is there any way that the church could, like, not just... Because I think the thing is, is we often are like, oh, well, it's okay. You know, you know, you guys can do lots of other things, right? <laughs> like, like there's like this weird, mm-hmm. like maybe they get, the church gets to the point where they're saying, um, yes, being single and being, uh, in a, in a relationship are equally as good, but mm-hmm. is, I feel like, like, I, you know, I've learned a lot from a writer named Wesley Hill and he's a, uh, gay Christian who is celibate. And he talks a ton about singleness and about the way that not only is this like, not just, it isn't like, like what he's, he's not even just pushing against the church saying this is like lesser. Mm -hmm. He's saying, no, this is a gift to the church. And I don't know how you do that, how you would somehow switch the, switch the church's ways of thinking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know if it's like something that couples need to do because they have the power and they need to find ways of like, like putting single people into places of, um, like our brother, mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of single people who do ministry at their, mm. their church and are in, in like places of like influence, influence. Right. And I, I don't know. I feel like that would be a valuable thing. You always have to be giving up the power to some degree to yeah. make it like it's, it, mm-hmm. I guess probably like it would have mm-hmm. to be the people who are like open to it yeah. right. and whatever yeah. I assume yeah. for it to work at all. Like, I don't think that like probably all the single people there were like, got together and like we're no. like let's no. all actively they probably were allowed to some degree yeah, like, yeah i'm okay with that guy or whatever yeah. yeah 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 maybe i don't know yeah i think it's it's this tricky thing and and i have another episode that talks about being single in the church because i i agree with wesley or whatever yeah. is as single people we have a lot more opportunity mm-hmm. we don't we don't have kids to look after yeah we don't have to I don't want to say ask for permission from someone else, but we don't have to factor their schedule in. Yeah. And, and so there are missed opportunities. And I think part of it is singles are easier to miss than couples. 
mm-hmm. especially in a big church like mine. Yeah. And it's not harping on anybody. And mm-hmm. it's a blanket statement to say churches need to reach out because I'm also a bit mm-hmm. of a, it's a pet peeve of mine for people to expect people to reach out to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, if you want to be involved in the church, you've got to seek it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then but people have to welcome it as well. That's, that's, like that's the thing. It's, it's a two-sided, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. for sure, the, the church is missing out on opportunities of pulling these singles in because they're there for companionship. Like yeah. they're going to make relationships with people, but yeah. they could be easily missed, mm. which yeah. I don't know the answer because I'm one in a church of, I don't even know how many go. 3,000. There you go. 3, <laughs> Maybe 3,500. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Over two services. And so, and Crazy. now online. So I, I don't yeah. know, but I do think there's, there's power in being single because yeah. you can do a lot more. Yes. Yeah. It, it's very it's, true. I mean, like, and it's not just our single person God, it's also Paul and yeah. all of the apostles, except mm-hmm. for maybe Peter John and James. Wasn't Paul John maybe Baptist. married and he ditched his wife or something? I think some married person came up with that. Okay, yeah. Like, I, don't, I, I don't know why people think that. I think yeah. it's just the reason they say that because he was a rabbi. And so it's like, oh, he couldn't have been a good rabbi if he wasn't married. But, like, Jesus was also a rabbi. So, right. So, I mean, it, like, and I've often felt like I've tried to find, like, like how do I be a good husband? And I look in the Bible and I'm like, oh, right. Back in this day, yeah, husbands owned their wives. And so, like, you can't actually take any good examples from the Bible for how to be a good husband. Right. The only, the only example you can take is from Jesus, who wasn't married. Right? Like... Yeah. So, I, I yeah. don't know, it's, it feels like we've really ingested a cultural, and maybe a human thing, right? Like, yeah. everybody wants to be in, in companionship. companionship, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. but... People seek someone yeah. who totally has their back. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. may just not have written it down. Maybe. Like him asking people out. <laughs> how you do it. That's how yeah. <laughs> well, he'd, he'd be like, he'd be like, um, do you want to go out? And then he'd say, I don't have a job <laughs> and like, i don't think i was talking about no no, no place to lay my head and, uh, no money i can't take you anywhere and yeah. also it's, be a free day. it's for to sure not long term <laughs> just so we're clear this is not a yeah, long term yeah. yeah and yeah i don't know <laughs> it's not gonna be here for a it's long time be, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. yeah. Nice. cool heresy. we just ended with some heresy heresy so <laughs> very great all right Thank you so much for listening. I hope you take away something from that conversation. And stay tuned. I'll probably release a couple more conversation pieces before I'm going to call it season one, at least, of Season of Single Ends, as I think we'll cap it at 10 episodes. 